0: Welcome to the Risk and Repeat Podcast, episode number ninety-eight. I'm Rob Wright, editor of CERT Security, and I am here once again, back in the studio with my site editor, Peter Lotion. Peter, welcome back.
1: Glad to be here. We had to
0: do this over the phone last time. We did. But you're you're here. I am here. Feeling better. I am. Sounding better, feeling better, looking better.
1: Tan rested and ready. <laughs>
0: Uh, well, let's see what we can do to keep your spirits elevated and, and your, uh, your, your general wellness uh, high. We are going to talk about DDoS attacks. And you know a little bit about this because you covered some of this uh, last week when it first popped up. There's a, there's a new DDoS vector in town, and we're going to discuss that. We're going to get into the details a little bit about what it is why how it's being used why it's so important etc etc but then kind of go from there and discuss the greater ddos threat landscape and what does all this mean all these new attacks mirai uh, botnet connected devices being used for these massive record-setting ddos attacks and now something Comes along, it's even worse than than Mirai was. It's it's upping the stakes, and we feel like we've been going through this now for the last couple of years. A, a, a big attack, and then a bigger one, and then a bigger one. And meanwhile, you know the Cloud Flares, the Akamai's, all these guys, in the CDNs, like they're out there doing their best trying to keep the keep the attacks at bay, but getting a little concerning here with the volume of of the of some of the recent attacks. So let's get into it, Peter. So <laughs> how how do I pronounce this?
1: Memcache D?
0: Yes. Okay, the utility It's not memcached. It's memcached D.
1: That's that is my understanding. Okay. It's um as it's a a daemon program and Unix people tend to Yes, you know, so so it's it's it, as I understand it from what I've gleaned on the internet is uh, memcached um, I think that w- one of the news articles from another outlet uh, actually spelled out the pronunciation very helpfully so either they're right and we're gonna be right too or
0: not but this I just hope this isn't one of those things where it's like um, gif file or GIF file
1: yeah, I don't. I don't think it's going to be that magnitude of, okay. a, of, a, this,
0: uh, right. of an issue. Just for the record, GIF.
1: Correct. Yes. Oh yes.
0: Yeah. Well, even though the creator of the file format says it's oh, it's obviously GIF. He said that like ten years later. I, it, I don't want to go down this road. I, I remember <laughs> just, when it's I first. Just going to make me seeing, angry.
1: The, I do recall seeing first seeing uh, GIF files and speaking to people about them. And it was always GIF files. It was never GIF files oh, until Jeff. Oh the God. last few years,
0: yeah. yeah. All right, let, let, yeah. let's table that for now. Um, That's another topic. Yeah, so so this attack is basically, if the way I understand it and the way that you, the way you, Peter, wrote about it last week, uh, kind of summed it up nicely. It's basically Memcached is this utility tool um, that it, uh, is on a lot of servers. It's on a lot of Linux systems right apparently Linux, by default. yeah. yeah. and
1: uh, um, and it's in the intent of it is to um, and and here's where some of my ignorance comes shining through. I'm not exactly sure what it does or how it works, but the intention of it is to is to hold things in a memory cache, right. uh, especially f- uh, database uh, results, so that when people query the server, the server doesn't have to go back to the database server and re- resend uh, you know, database queries like a, like a SQL command or something. It just holds on to these things, and as people ask for more or less the same thing, it can, it can return more or less the same thing. The, the thing about memcached, though, as, as initially noted in the, um, by one of the people that reported it, in the configuration file, which everybody should be looking at when they're setting up memcached, it specifically says do not connect this to the public internet. It, uh, it, there's no control. There's no real controls over over uh, any kind of security features for that. Uh, it's for internal use, so it's something that you might put on a, a, a server within your enterprise that people are hitting for you know querying whatever whatever right. big database. Right. Not intended to be pointed to the internet. Because there's no controls on
0: it. There's no access controls. There's no sort of uh, permissions or anything. Nothing. Look, man, and, and especially
1: for UDP, which by itself is exactly completely right. way open. So, yeah. Oh. So that's that's what. So there's all of these systems that are sitting on the internet with oh. Memcached pointed open and listening to UDP yep. and by default, yeah, UDP ports. Hmm. So. Yeah, like and and there've been reports that over the you know it's not a brand new thing. It's not like somebody just newly discovered this. Right. It's somebody newly discovered that somebody else figured that they could that they could put out these huge DDoS attacks using memcache day. That's that was the news, not so much that there's a new it's ag- not a new vulnerability. It's this has been there all along. Yeah, yes, exactly.
0: I mean, we've had a lot of incidents of this wasn't supposed to be public whoops <laughs> <laughs> things going on over the last you know, 12, 14 months. Uh, well, that's interesting that this, like you said, it's something that's been around a while and only recently someone kind of figured out um, how to use it and, and use it for uh, ill intent. And we'll get into sort of intent and me, you know, who's behind these things. And we'll, we'll, we'll play that game later so, but I wanna I want stick on the technical side of this. So, it's basically, this is an amplifi- amplification attack. So, right. what, what are the metrics here? So, well, so the way it works. Like how amplified?
1: Um, ampli- amplification numbers up to 51,200. I'm I remember sorry? 51,200 bytes <laughs> of attack volume for every byte generated by the by the attacker. Wow. Now, so the way that they do this, it's it's you know, I got to say it's really cool to talk about this stuff because what what the the way it works. I'm is glad that, you're having fun. <laughs> yeah, I, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, well, I am glad I am yeah, having yeah. fun. But the thing is that so what the what as I understand it, the attack works like this. The attacker starts hitting the memcached server mm-hmm. and filling up the cache, with stuff, with the data, junk, junk. It doesn't matter. Yeah, like yeah. it could be. In in some cases, it was reported that there were uh, 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 ransom requests. Oh. That were filled up into the into the memory Oh search. right, I did see that. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, so, but it doesn't matter. It could be, it could just. It, it doesn't. It's just data. It's just bits and bytes. It Fills it up, so that you get about a, a megabyte, of stuff, and then you send. A crafted attack packet, which in fact is—it's just you're spoofing a UDP request right. from the victim. So you're you're spoofing the IP address of the victim's system. You send it to the Memcached server. You send it to all the Memcached right. servers that you've been loading up with all this attack volume. And what the what the packet does is is basically a request to the Memcached server from the vic- purported victim uh, or, or from the victim pretending to be the, from the, the attacker pretending to be the victim saying, send me all your cash, all the stuff that's in your caches right now. Just dump it to me. And if you filled up every one of these servers with a megabyte of, of attack volume, they then start sending packet after packet. I think the packet uh, size is about 1,400 uh, bit bytes. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so for a megabyte of data, well, divide, you, you figure it out. It's, uh, it's just a matter of doing the, the arithmetic on it. But right, you're, sending, right. you're sending lots and lots of packets filled with lots and lots of data that the, that the victim doesn't want. And it's all going into the UDP port on the victim system. And so, again, the volumes, The um, let's see, bit, uh, GitHub? was hit with a 1.3 terabit per second attack. And an unnamed uh, company was that as a customer, I believe of Akamai's- uh,
0: U.S. Uh, unnamed U.S. service provider, yeah. Right.
1: Um, I think Akamai was the one that reported it perhaps, but-
0: Arbor was the one that- Arbor, right, yeah. yeah.
1: So they got hit with a 1.7 terabit per second. Mm. Now that sounds really bad, right? Cause yeah. like, remember, was it last year, or the year before when uh, Dine the DNS provider got hit with a fraction of that, like 600 uh, gigabit per second. Well,
0: I think they, so this is where it gets a little dicey. I thought that there were two separate sourced attacks on one of those organizations. Maybe it wasn't Dyne, but there, it was like two separate 600 um, uh, 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 volume attacks, right. uh, uh, gigabit attacks. And and so and we're we we're sort of calculated together as like one point one or one point two or something like that. Okay. But it, but, but but your point. Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, I remember it was a Friday afternoon. Yeah. Like <laughs> good the, inter- the internet, everything on the internet, seemed to be going down. Yeah. We thought it was the end of the world. We're in Chernobyl.
0: We're trying to record a podcast. Right. You can't get on the internet. It was. It was not fun. Chaos. Right. It was not fun.
1: This time around, what happened? GitHub was down. Was. Was down for five minutes and disrupted for another five minutes.
0: Barely anything,
1: n- right? Uh, the other the, the one point seven terabit attack. Nothing there they said minimal
0: n- or like minimal or no disruption. I,
1: yeah, my my, I, I, my recollection of the report was that they said no disruption.
0: That's right. You're right. Which, no disruption.
1: I mean, yeah. Of course, these, we
0: don't know the name of the company, so it's but yeah, you got to take them at their word. They wouldn't say no disruption. Well, and imagine if you were the client and there was disruption. <laughs> hold on, hold on, partner.
1: Well, that's the. So, even let's put them to the side for now sure. and just assume that they're telling the truth. But yes. GitHub, I mean, if GitHub had been really um, ravaged by this thing, then we would have heard about it. But
0: well, I mean, so so let's get into the. So, so this is interesting that this, like we said, this thing has been around. This tool has been around for. All, Utility tool has been around, and I think Peter, you said in your story, there was uh, there was some data there. Uh, uh, Shodan um, search results, right? And it was it was something like, you know, uh, maybe a hundred thousand servers that still had the um, port, uh, the, the the memcache port, is uh, it a one one
1: one one two one one
0: one one two one one.
1: And th- so, yeah. Now the Shodan search. Uh, on for uh, for memcached and port one one two one one, it's not clear if they if they differentiate if they differentiate between UDP and TCP, and I can't. So do it could it be less. It could be less. Yeah. Um, I've seen I, I I keep going back to Shodan and and running that search again, and sometimes it's ninety seven thousand something, sometimes it's one hundred seven thousand something. Uh, it it bounce, some of these is ninety five thousand something, so it's bouncing around because obviously the systems go on and up and down. Right, right, yeah. Um, but the the bottom line is that it's uh, is using user data pro, pro protocol UDP, which is a not not a reliable protocol. No. And when you get a lot of them, you just drop them. And if you've if you've got an intermediary that's that's um, you know, running firewalls or routers or whatever. When they see this flood of stuff, like it's not reliable, they're just going to drop them.
0: Yeah. Presumably,
1: and and then, but that's even before you get to the the so-called solution that uh, Carrero came up with. If you, if you want me to. Yeah. No. Let's that. go there. Yeah. So, Carrero. So yeah, Carrero. Carrero came out with. Um,
0: for our network network security, they do a lot of networking. They, 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 a lot of DDoS mitigation stuff. They've have um, come up with some new sort of ways to, you know, stave off these big attacks. Right, uh, right.
1: Yeah. So what the the thing that's interesting is that they um, the the way that they couched their announcement was that they found a kill switch right. that solved the problem. as if it's a very big, um, yeah. you know, like a like a something. It's not uh, really. So so they said we found this command flush all.
0: <laughs> I love this. And I thought it's a great command. It is. Yeah.
1: Well, so I wanted they they didn't give the details in the in the announcement. They you had to dig a little bit to get any of the you know any more than just them saying flush all is the solution. Well, I looked up the protocol for memcash D, which is online of course. It's a it, it's an open source open standard protocol. Yeah. yeah. You go and you look up there um, to the commands, and they and they have all the you can see all the different right, commands and what right, they're supposed to do. Right. One of which is flush all, flush which all. which basically says tells the server, "I already got, I have all the, I have all the
0: stuff I need. I don't need anything else. Don't, Stop."
1: Yeah, if I ask you again, just send me what's new. Don't tell yeah. me the stuff that you've already sent me. Now, so, Carrero couched their announcement in terms of kill switch. It's not. It's not, not a kill. It's switch. not a kill switch. It's, it's, it's not it's a, a kill mitigation. switch like
0: you like you said. Like it's not like malware text. You know, oh, I found, I literally found a kill switch that'll stop. Want to want to cry, right? I think. Yeah. Yeah. So the the thing
1: about uh, flush all is that um, the attacker can go back and build up the cache again in those memcache D servers and do the same attack over again. But they then. Uh, it puts the own it puts the burden on the attacker rather than the the victim, because the victim just has to send one packet to the s- to each server that's attacking them, and then the attacker then has to go back to every single Memcached server, fill it up with a megabyte of of garbage to send out and and and, and bother people with. So it's not it's not a kill switch. It's a, it's definitely a mitigation and it's definitely a smart idea. Yeah, and yeah. I mean. Th- you know, not to not to diminish what they're doing, right, but, right? Right, But it's it's a memcached is not doing anything that it wasn't absolutely intended to do. It's doing exactly what the protocol was specified to do. It's sending, you know. Uh, now yep. the fact that there's no controls over whether uh, you know who's who's initiating the attack, the, right. the uh, request, that's a that's a problem. But that's a problem with UDP. Yeah, UDP's been around for I want to say like 1981. Oh man. Um, it it's it was I think uh, I want to say it was RFC, six ninety three or eight twenty one or something like that. Man, so it was a long time ago.
0: I uh, I, I like the flush all. I mean, I wish I had a I, you know wish I could uh, initiate a flush all command for the th- today like <laughs> this entire week, just flush yeah. it all, <laughs> power outages and
1: <laughs> <coughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> sorry no this
0: <laughs> flush all true. yes This <laughs> anyway, was a tough week for a lot of yeah. people yeah. Um, so Peter, if this, what do you what do you think? What does your gut tell you? I know what my gut tells me. And I, I think you already know what I think about this. When I saw the GitHub attack, I think I, I talked about this on our Slack channel, but is this just another group of, you know, probably young kids, aspiring hackers, tooled around some stuff and they just want to show off and, and just kind of grief and, and just, you know, I mean, that's usually what DDoS attacks are, right? Yeah. So, do you think that's, that's this, or is this, does this get into some of the things that we've talked about previously? Bruce Schneier, a uh, well-known uh, security expert, who's talked uh, at length, um, but, but primarily right before the Mariah attacks, talked about how he had seen and talked with people who had seen uh, a, a number of different threat actors, apparently. Testing the, the infrastructure of the internet in a way that suggested that they were trying to bring it down. So do you think this is something more nefarious or do you think oh this is just more of the same that we're we're used to?
1: That's a good question. I stumped you. You did stump me. No, but well. but here's the thing. I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out a way to phrase this. I part of me wants to say, who cares? Because it doesn't matter, because it was as huge as it was, as True. the attack was, it was very ineffective.
0: It, it was. It was. It was like you know Luke Skywalker in the Last Jedi, just kind of, you know, <laughs> it's, it's it, brushing the dust off his shoulder. I mean, and, and credit to these guys, like they did it. They did a great job. You know, they were caught sort of blindsided by the Mirai stuff, but here they are, and it's clear. Like, I think a lot of companies have stepped up their DDoS mitigation, their anti DDoS technology, their, their, their approach to this. I think it's great. I do think it matters though, because when I saw this, I said, I, there's just another kid out there being like, look at me, look, at look at what I can do. Um, you know, who maybe got bored with bombing World of Warcraft or, um, you know, Xbox Live or whatever and decided to go after GitHub for whatever reason. But then I thought, uh, maybe this is just some maybe this is someone kind of publicly testing a new way to 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 do Ddos it may but maybe they have something else up their sleeve. Maybe this is just they they're testing this to see how well it works and to see how how quickly the the companies like Akamai and Cloudflare respond because maybe they really are gearing up to do something potentially massive, potentially dangerous, not dangerous. You're not, you're not hurting anything irreparably, you're just, you're causing downtime, but like there could be, and I know I've talked about this before, but there could be a major DDoS attack on something that is critical, that is, that is a, a, a timed event, a limited window. And all you need to do is keep it going for a day or two, but that's enough to really have catastrophic consequences for whatever you're, you're targeting.
1: Well. I'm not disagreeing, mm-hmm. but but I think what what I'm more excited about in respect to this attack. I mean, UDP has been uh, exploited for for this type of attack a yes. lot of different ways. Um, I want to say NTP, the Network Time Protocol. Um, I, if I remember correctly, there's been DNS attacks that use UDP yep. packets. Um, no, after before we came in here, I started looking up a little bit about ports because, because at first I figured, you know, any of the well-known ports, and that's uh, ports, uh, I want to say, 0 through one, 1023, um, those are well-known ports. So those right. are assigned with, you know, internet standard type protocols. Those, I think, have been researched pretty well. Um, then beyond that, you have port one, one, 1024 up through... Uh, 49 I want to say forty-nine, one hundred fifty-one. Mm-hmm. those are called registered ports or user ports and those are uh, listed on the, the uh, port registry that's maintained by the Internet Assigned Number Authority IANA and you can go to their site and there are literally is 48,000 different possible ports that are available multiplied by two because one for TCP one for UDP each so what I'm my guess is that in the next month or so, maybe maybe three months, we're going to see um, several interesting new uh, vulnerabilities that researchers are going to come up with. Because the, my first thought was, if I was not working at this job, I would probably sit down and in my spare time just work through that whole registry and, and look at and, and see what are some ports that are assigned that are widely used by something, and then I start poking and prodding a little bit. Yep. So I think it's a I th- I think that if somebody was trying to disrupt things, they they may have miscalculated because um, generating a one point seven terabit per second attack uh, with a very simple, very very simple like it's so simple that it's that it's easy for me to grasp and probably not hard for a lot of people to grasp how it actually works. Right.
0: But there's Um, other stuff that could be lurking.
1: There's probably more nuanced and subtle stuff that are, that is lurking in those. Um, and I'll, I'll, we can lump in the, the well-known ports as well. You know, we're, we're talking about 49,000 or so different, potentially different, um, or potentially 49,000. Not all of those ports are assigned. Um, Right. But, but a lot of them are, so, uh, you know, you can go and, and look through the list and say, oh, well that looks interesting, well, let me poke at that. Oh, great. It is, because if, if the researchers get there first.
0: Oh, if the re- yeah, if the researchers, yeah. I, I, I thought you were putting your black hat on there for a second.
1: On the other hand, the black hats are probably <laughs> doing the same thing. They're probably thinking, wait a minute, if some if some strip, script kitty could figure out how to, how to do a 1.7 terabit per second attack on using this very simple yeah. thing, then. Maybe I can do something that's more nefarious.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I guess have... that—that's that, what I'm worried about. If there—if there starts to to. If cyber criminals find a way, to really monetize this stuff, if they start doing DDoS ransom attacks, say like, we're we're going to bring you down, and we know that there's nothing your. Uh, uh, DDoS mitigation providers or your CDN can do to stop it. You know, we're going to bomb you on on black friday or cyber monday or whatever i mean that that's bad because then you are going to have a lot of people looking into those ports and looking into how to how to do more devastating amplification attacks i mean just the, the sheer volume of this one 51,000 i mean that's man so yeah i guess i guess once there's a, I, I guess it's not time to panic until until there's a model that these guys can exploit it, like really exploit for money for financial gain. And right now, like you know, we were saying it just seems like it's griefing and I'm going to get back at someone or I'm going to bomb their favorite game or their favorite game network or whatever or just show off. Yeah. Or 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 uh you know, DDoS Brian Krebs or or whoever. But you know, once it gets beyond that, then we're we're in, in trouble.
1: Well, I I think you know, I have I I having having spoken to some of the the people at some of these companies that are that are doing the mitigation that are that are doing the defending um, i'm going to i'm going to conjecture that between now and uh, the end of june let's say we'll come up we'll we'll, we'll hear about at least three different new uh, ddos type exploits that are uh, that have been discovered or the potential for exploits for for ddos uh, against udp ports
0: june
1: and it, june 30th
0: Okay. I like that. Yeah. That's a good prediction. So. We'll hold on to that one.
1: Three. I'll say three. three. Okay. Yeah. I have to keep, uh, now I have to keep my eyes open for them.
0: Well, yeah, you, you better start looking. Better get back into that <laughs> list of ports. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. we should probably end it there. You got some work ahead of you.
1: I do. Me <laughs> and my big mouth.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, Peter, it's good to have you back in here. Thank you for taking the time to discuss this, uh, Memcrashed, Memcached, I'm glad we got the pronunciation down, but thank you.
1: Always great to be
0: here. And thank you to the readers and listeners of Search Security. I'm Rob Wright, and we will see you next time.